0: Oh. Rolling come, oh. come, come. come at me show. Come at me show. say the show is good? <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, how are we doing to Day. Wow. Oh, wow. What a crazy night last night. Yes, I'm talking presidential debates. And I know what you guys come to me for. You come to me for my hard-hitting political opinions. And I'm ready to give them. I watch the whole thing. And if I watch 90 minutes of something, you're damned right, I'm going to turn it into content. So here we go. In-depth political analysis of the presidential debate that we watched last night. I haven't watched a lot, but I gotta tell you, it was pretty fun. Um, uh, Since I know nothing about politics, I'm joined by my uh, good friend and self-proclaimed lover of politics, Pat Patrick. What do your friends call you?
1: Uh, The adults call me Pat.
0: Okay, Pat. I'm joined by my good friend. That makes it seem like I have like (laughs) (laughs) Pat Wise. How's it going, bud? That's
1: good, man. I'm doing good. Nice. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing okay. I'm a little shook. I'm a little shaken. I don't know what's going on uh, in the world.
1: Uh- <laughs> I know. I, I, so I was very excited to watch the debate. And you had yeah. said, I'm probably not going to watch it. I'll watch maybe the, a little bit of it. And then you came yeah. out and you watched the whole thing. with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was not excited for this. I thought it could only go badly. And in a lot of ways, I was correct. Yeah. I mean, it was a brutal slugfest uh, of boredom. I I... I was anxious the whole time. I don't know. I don't, OK, maybe I should go into my political background sure. <laughs> or my leanings coming in and then maybe you could do the same is I, I really hate both of these <laughs> candidates. Uh, Trump is obviously a monster who is just <laughs> destroying our country. And Joe Biden is just uh, an, an incompetent old man who I was not convinced could string together 90 minutes of 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 speech in any capacity, you know. And, and it's tough. Right. My podcast is like 45 minutes top. And by the end, I'm scrambling. And I was yeah. like, really, this 78 year old man is going to be talking for 90 minutes against the worst heckler of all time. I mean, it's it's crazy. So I don't enjoy either of these candidates. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. And uh, I was just I, I thought for sure he was going to blow it in a big way. Or he would be exposed and we would realize how old and, and senile and upsetting he was and I gotta tell you my main takeaway is I, I think he's okay
1: that actually is one of the saving graces I think of the whole evening is that he actually did fine I think I yeah. think um, I, you know all things considered I think Joe did a perfectly fine job you know he was up against <laughs> the craziest nonsense I've ever seen in my <laughs> life and he stood his ground and you know he, yeah, I mean, you, we were thinking I was thinking he was going to go up there and just fumble all over the place and not really get anything together. like you said, not string any sentences together, but he did. He got his points out and he looked at the camera. I felt like he was looking at us when he did that. That was good. There were moments that I liked.
0: I think Obama had a way of speaking, and these guys talk so much. I think if think of you're a politician or specifically the president, you spend so much time talking. And a lot of it is written out for you. And a lot of it, you're just kind of pulling out of your ass as you go. You know, you got you got to speak at a dinner or whatever. You got to say something inspiring to the troops. You're probably repeating a lot of this stuff. And Obama had like the speech habit, I think, of taking long pauses when he was thinking. And his just like the way he spoke was very calm and felt very deliberate. But it gave him time to think about what the next thing is. And both of these guys are kind of ramblers a bit. Like Trump really rambles and goes back and just has these string on the these sentences where and they're great. And then they're the best. And it just kind of all over the place. And Biden gets worked up and kind of kind of talks in a similar ish way, I think. But he's just a creature of momentum and he's throwing a bunch of words out and he stutters a bit and he fumbles his stuff. And every stutter he had, I was on the edge of my seat like, oh, my God, this is it. This is when he completely loses it. And I was I was shocked how he hung in there. I was honestly impressed. <laughs> I guess that's the wrong thing to say for a presidential candidate. I was uh, impressed by how uh alive and mentally stable he <laughs> appeared to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I think that honestly, uh some there were some moments where like you were just like, I don't even care what he's saying, like because he would he would come back. It would just get so frustrated, and you could see he was like, I think some people were talking about this, that like clearly they've been teaching him how to like hold, his, like keep his cool. Yeah, because he definitely has has a tendency sometimes to get really angry and get really worked up and it looks bad. And you could tell in that moment, like there are some moments where he was just like, his head was down. He was just like, just breathe, just breathe. You got this like, and then he would just be like, just shut up, man, you know? And I think like those moments are just like, yeah, that's what we all want. We all just want someone to say, shut up. I don't think anyone's told him to shut up really is that
0: uh, good do you think i mean you know more about this this side of things than i do i find it's like uh politics is like baseball where it's like oh uh, a minor thing like a bat flip is somehow like just a big, a big story yeah, you know yeah, what i'm exactly, saying yeah, exactly so
1: like, oh just see what he did there he flicked his hand in that way and that means uh right. the pitcher's gonna throw out of <laughs> the pitcher's gonna <laughs> knock his teeth out yeah, exactly. and the next at bat you, you wouldn't notice it i mean i think a lot of like I honestly look at this debate and I think this is the wake up call that a lot of the media needed because they've been covering Trump and they've been covering this whole administration like it is just a regular president. But then you see that and you're like, this is a this is that last night was just sort of an accumulation of everything that's happened in the last four years. It's just been chaotic. It doesn't make any sense. It's rambling. A lot of it isn't true. Most of it isn't true. A lot of it is just like, did you just make that up? Also, the numbers he would he would make these number. He said he had a rally that we had thirty thousand to forty thousand people, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna remember remember this number. I went in. The most he had was seven, seven. <laughs> so he had seven thousand people at a rally, <laughs> and so just like, and also just no one's gonna check that. Like no one's really gonna like take go home and be like, I bet it wasn't thirty thousand, except for me. Like like my brain is like. I got to remember these like specifics and how much he exaggerates these
0: things. They remember the line to Biden. That's because nobody will go to your rallies or <laughs> whatever he's Exactly,
1: said. Cause no Which one will go great to line. your
0: rallies. If you're a Trump guy, that's a great line.
1: Yes. It's a great line. If there isn't a global pandemic, because then you're like, well, we don't want him to have rallies anyways. And like, no one expects him to be pulling down huge crowds during a pandemic. Right. I mean, so I don't think that really works that well. I know. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it looked good for him at all.
0: And Joe's telling him to shut up and calling him a clown. I mean, is that like crazy? I mean, I guess I made the baseball analogy where it's like, yeah, they're just, it seems like they're subtle things. And I think like the, I think maybe the appeal of Trump to people who like him is that he he seems like a straight shooter. We know it's bullshit, mm-hmm. but he's at least speaking in a way that most politicians won't where, and for it sure. comes across as more candid and he could be telling lies but like the way he's speaking, it's still more candid than the way most politicians speak most of the time. And I feel like, you know, Bernie's kind of the same way. We're like, whatever. He goes on a TV show and he says, you know, yeah, the health insurance system's bullshit and people go crazy. And it's like, wow, yeah. this isn't how people talk. Right. I remember being very frustrated with Hillary, like after she lost and she went on like uh Pod Save America and gave an interview with them where she just appeared way more human and casual. And it's like, yeah, but this is what people want. Like Trump's winning being like his authentic. Just being like real like that's what's in now, you know, as far as the Internet is concerned. And uh, I I think that the kind of moments where Biden is like being a real person and telling this guy to shut up and calling him a clown. It's like maybe it's edgy for politics, but it's also like how we would react in real life if this was happening
1: to us. Uh, Totally. I mean, I think I think those moments are great. And there are people that are saying like, you know, it just it brings down it like brings everything down like the, you know, we have the president the president on this pedestal like you can't do these certain things There's just decorum. but like it just feels human for someone to be like you're a clown and he said you were the worst president in american history <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's crazy <laughs> and i was just like he is i mean uh you know and like that you can't fact check that that's an opinion obviously but like it's when someone says it to his face it feels good it feels like it's you know it's cathartic for all of us i think you know, one of the great moments I was telling you about that Joe Biden had recently was that he was giving a speech to the troops. He was just like, "Clap, you stupid bastards!" And it's just like, <laughs> it just like, you're like, "Yeah, this guy. You know, we we come we've come a long way from like I can get a beer with this guy, but like, you know, I feel like if Joe Biden wasn't 87, however old he is, I'd probably have a beer with him. You know, <laughs> I don't think Trump Trump like even couldn't because he doesn't drink. He just have mcdonald's and then he would eat it by himself
0: that's a fascinating thing too trump doesn't drink that's like i do think i forgot about that but that's real
1: doesn't drink i think there's an element of i think that sort of points to a little bit of the like his mindset which is like he doesn't see the point what's the point of drinking the point of you know like it's it's to make yourself more charming but he's like i'm already the most charming human being (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) you know so like he has he doesn't need the confidence boost that alcohol gives. People.
0: Makes you more confident, makes you feel good. He's just
1: like I'm already that every <laughs> second of every day. Man, yeah. That's a good point. Uh he was definitely on Adderall though. Like he was definitely like you see him I see him do the speeches in like the rose garden and he's like a little quieter, a little slower. But last night he was he was like going 100 miles an hour and that's cuz he's on something for sure. Yeah. It's also I think like his his mode. He likes to be in there and just like just yelling, just be
0: mixing up. Oh my God. The amount of times he interrupted was insane. And I did see, because, you know, on my social media, I've got, still got a lot of Florida people on my social media, which I like, I like to be in touch with what, uh, you know, the other side is Think I say the other side, it's like the people I grew up with, uh, and a lot of them are Republicans and conservatives. And I understand why somebody would be a Republican. I, at this point, I don't really understand why somebody would be a, like a blank Trump supporter. Honestly, I don't remember I don't understand why anyone would ever be a like a political supporter. Like who's buying a Biden T-shirt, you know, like yeah. who's getting excited about he I get Hillary Clinton because she'd be like the first female president. I think that's like right. a, that's obviously like a thing. Obama change. He's, he's the first black president we've ever had. That's an exciting thing. But there's people who are getting excited about like Marco Rubio or Pete Buttigieg. And it's like, what are you what are you talking about here? This is just more of the same In another package, there's nothing to be excited about here.
1: I'm a big fan of no heroes. There's no no people like it's the ideas. The the person who gets the like who has the ideas that you have like I'll go for them, woman or man or whoever. The person is going to be a fallible person. They're not perfect. That's why like when people stand somebody so hard, I'm like, well, they're human and like they're just like a vehicle for these ideas. So like you know, don't get too precious. And Pete doesn't (laughs) doesn't win. And then you just get so upset that you can't do anything. Uh, yeah. So one of the reasons I'm not as
0: big a fan of Biden is I think he's basically as conservative a liberal as you can you can have. Right. Yeah, like he's, he's very... an establishment
1: Democrat. He was he's a former vice president under Obama. Like it's going to be a lot of that.
0: So. He's in my mind a lot of the problem <laughs> of yeah. like our country and the establishment. And he was like a counterbalance to Obama, like to get more of the moderate and more of the right. I I thought that was the impression I had.
1: Yeah. I mean, he definitely is uh, on the conservative end of the spectrum as far as the left is concerned. And that's the thing is like, they're trying to paint him as this like radical. That's what I was going like, to ask is like,
0: so when Trump's like asking about all these things, like for the party and Biden's like, I am the party. I mean, how, how real is that? Is that a real sentiment? I mean, is he doing the right thing? Trying to pin Bernie's? causes on Biden?
1: I don't think it works. The the reason why is because it's it's Biden. Like he doesn't he's he doesn't seem radical at all. Like, yeah. like you can look at him and he's like this guy's like this guy is the radical. <laughs> like even Bernie Sanders like Bernie Sanders could go up and he's a little bit more like kind of funky and he's got a crazy hair but like it's like really this this old guy <laughs> is running Antifa? Like what are you talking about? I don't think anyone I don't think anyone believes it. I yeah. mean, our, like all the polls say that like they trust Biden to handle um, police violence and like the sort of just like violence in general more than Trump. And they see that Trump's like does it on purpose. He said it last night and he was like, one of your, uh, you know, one of the people who work for you said this is all designed. You do this on purpose. You foment violence because it's good for you. And he's like, who said that? Like, Kellyanne Conway said it. Like, yeah. She went and she just said it in an interview. Like we all heard it, you know. And she's famous for just like just <laughs> spewing, <laughs> screwing up. Remember alternative facts? I'll never forget that.
0: What do you think about uh Trump's um you know, firm denial of white supremacists and his firm shaming of the Proud Boys so <laughs> that he that, got out
1: there? So there's okay, so this is actually really interesting because he definitely obviously. Goes out of his way to not say anything bad about them, right? The wording he used was "stand back" and "stand by," yeah. And so everyone's kind of focused on that. It's like that means "stand by," that means like you know "stand nearby." I don't know if Trump is smart enough to like say something like that coded. Uh, I just think he just he just said something and then he moved on. Like he didn't want to deal right. with it. He didn't want to talk about it at all. So he said whatever came to his head, which is like "stand back," "stand down," whatever. Moving on, the left is the problem. I think it's the dismissal of the 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 entire question is more of a problem than what he actually said. I agree. I think it's
0: like a, a symptom of him like not caring about them. like he doesn't. I yeah, you're right. I don't think he's like codedly addressing the proud boys and like these this conservative base, but he knows that they like him. And he doesn't want to go after him. Right. So I think the standby thing is him just brushing it off. I don't I don't think it's coded language, no. which I think I think people are taking it that way. I the think Proud liberals are, are taking it that way. And I think people on the right who are like, oh, we're the Proud Boys. He he mentioned the Proud Boys. I think the people in the Proud Boys are excited that they were mentioned in the the debate. Mm-hmm. And when given the opportunity to say, you guys need to stop, you guys need to cut it out. He says, stand by. I mean, that stand out and stand by is crazy. I mean, that's insane. And the fact that he can't understand the difference, even though I agree, it's like flippant. I don't think it's coded language, but the fact that he can't recognize that his words like that have power and he would rather go af- after Antifa, which I don't even think is a real thing. Uh, you know?
1: Well, yeah, like it's crazy. Biden had it right. He, talks, he said last night that Antifa is an idea. It's not a group. It's like this, right. it's just like a, it's a movement it's like black i mean black lives matter is is an actual organization but um it's but it's still more of a movement right it's it's an idea it's like a you know the proud
0: boys have a leader they're organized right they like mobilize units they communicate and all this stuff and i mean black lives matter is a movement but it's like a leaderless movement as opposed to like a yeah i think a group
1: i think there are people i'm not sure exactly i can't speak to Exact like structure of it, but I'm I think there are um individuals who are like there is a structure to it more than I understand, but yeah, um, Proud Boys, Proud like, so I, this, I was I was listening to another podcast about QAnon and they were talking <laughs> yeah. about how I don't like your state, QAnon, it gets to this point where like they just they're just spe- spewing bullshit and then. They're like, looking, look through the lines. Like, here's what this means. This is what this means. And like, I think that's what they do with Trump. They just like, you know, they just say stuff and they're like, oh, that's what this means. You know, this means stand by. This means like he's got them ready to go. I'm like, no, I think he's just he's an idiot and like didn't want to say anything bad about them, which he doesn't. Right. And because if he was smart, I think you could. You could just say, I denounce them. And they know you don't mean it. Right. right? Like, that's that's the thing is like he could have just done it. And like all the proud boys would be like, yeah, but we know he's, he's lying. He lies about everything else. Why didn't he just lie about that? That's what I don't understand. Right. You could just, you lie about everything. Why not just lie that you denounce white supremacy? He yeah. couldn't do it, which I think is fascinating. I don't understand
0: that. I mean, the flip side I saw online, that I don't know, I don't know if I, I didn't really think about it at all, but someone then goes like, oh, but Biden can't say black lives matter. And I mean, I didn't think uh, of an opportunity where he's was he asked to. I don't think he was asked to. He was
1: asked to say law. He was asked to say the phrase law and order. Trump kept
0: asking him to say the phrase law and order, which I I agree that Biden of the people running for president uh, in the Democratic Party is probably more pro cop than a lot of them at this point. Yeah. Or as pro cop as you can be in the Democratic Party. But I mean, I also I mean, I kind of agree with a lot of the things he says where it's like. I don't know. The defunding language is so confusing to me where it's like, I don't know. At, at first I thought it meant like, which I kind of think it is, is like you take a hard look at the budget. You take the money that was going towards tanks. You put it towards training these people. You'd look at their responsibilities as of police officers because they have way too much on their plate. You see if you can come up with any other creative ways to split that off, maybe like get the community involved, get psychologists involved, just spread some of the burden around and maybe make it a little easier on everybody and set police officers for success i mean that's what i was interpreting defund as initially but i mean i mean i have friends in you know out here in brooklyn who are just like defund means abolish the police and i'm just like okay well this is why people hate us you know like right. like you want to get rid of police that's a that's an insane radical idea and that's something that no police officer is going to be on board
1: for yeah it's also just like it's It's a lot. It's a lot for people to take on. It's like scary. It's scary to think about like when everything is so like tense everywhere and to think we're going to get rid of these people that a lot of people still see as protecting them. It doesn't mean everyone does. And absolutely, like there are, you know, major groups of people who are under attack constantly by the police, but there's a large swath of people that you need to get invested in the idea of police like this reform you have to convince them that this is a good idea and if you're scaring them that's what trump's trying to do he's trying to scare them too he's trying to say hey, if you know joe biden gets power he's gonna ruin the suburbs the suburbs are gonna be overrun he loves then, the suburbs see, trump loves it right <laughs> had the best line
0: one of the best lines of the night which is trump wouldn't know the suburbs unless he took a wrong turn <laughs> <laughs>
1: or something like that i like that and i think there is actually coded language the coded language of the sever is going to be overrun means there are going to be black people. It's black and suburbs. white. Yeah. one yeah. hundred. it's a racial and that language, is racial, sure. racial coded language. 100%. Yeah. Uh, that he is, I mean, <clears throat> you don't have to be that smart to figure that out. So that's why I feel like he can do that. Yeah. He figures that one out because he's a dotty old race. He's an old racist. And like being racist is not difficult. If it's been right. part of your psyche for like your entire
0: life. I think there's a I see a lot of stuff online and the pro-Trump people I know, and they're all just saying he's not racist. He's not racist. And they point to all the ways he's not racist. Uh, And I mean, I think Biden, too, has a history of doing like racist programs. I mean, he didn't call them super predators, but he certainly supported legislation that, you know, marginalized. I mean, all these all the people in the establishment, anyone who's been around, especially that age, if you're over 60, You've done something. You right. have some we whole. Done you're holding on to some beliefs. We've all done something. I guess right. I shouldn't be putting an age on it. Like, no, I mean, we all have yeah. our biases.
1: And we're all, like, also, we're all reaping the benefits of a racist system. Like, yeah. you know, I, as a white man, I get I, I get benefits just from walking around. Like, that every single day. Right. And it's, like, not that, you know, I'm not a racist person. I, like, I don't like to think I am. But, like, I still benefit from a racist system. Yeah. So, you could, if you talk about that, then it's like it's not your fault, you know. People, when you call them people racist, they feel like they're under attack, and it's like right. they're a bad person. And I think that's you know. But coming back to what you said earlier, but like how to get people together, community together, Biden did speak to that last night when he was like, "I think what we should do is like if I'm, you know, what do we do about the violence? I get everybody together in a room and we talk about it." Yeah, and like no one talks to Trump. Like no one. He doesn't talk to half the party. He doesn't talk to half the Congress. So like. There is nothing, nothing is happening. And I did think that Biden spoke to that a lot too, where he's like, he's not doing anything. right. Like it's not that he's like he's doing a horrible job, but he's also not doing anything. Yeah, you know, and wouldn't you rather have someone who's doing something?
0: Yeah, and, Trump's only counter to that is you, you would have done worse, which I think right. is
1: fascinating, which is
0: <laughs> there was zero policy discussion last night, by None. the way absolutely none from either group. I don't know if Biden would have wanted to talk policy. I don't know if he was like ready to talk policy. We'll never know because it was not in the cards. Uh, and Trump clearly did not want to talk about it either. I mean, he was content to interrupt and just like belittle him and uh, make fun of his
1: son for this
0: like Russia thing that I don't even really understand, but I'm pretty sure has been disproven.
1: So I looked into it. I, I Because the New York times had like a fact check last night. And I read some of them. One of those, the best one was, Trump said, they're trying to get rid of cows. <laughs> <laughs> because during the like global warming portion, he's like, they're gonna try to get rid of cows. And they're like, false. There's no one's trying to get rid of cows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, cows cause has methane gas, so like we have to take a look good look at like what no one's saying get rid of all the cows. It reminds me of my dad. My dad is a Trump supporter, and he posted on Facebook once, he said, uh he posted this thing that said, liberals are trying to kill dogs. And I was like, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? And he was like, defund the police means they're going to defund police canine units and they're not going to feed the dogs and the dogs are going to die. And I was like, no one is saying that. (laughs) No one is saying kill the dogs. That's crazy. The
0: problem is there's probably one guy saying kill the
1: dogs.
0: (laughs) And that's the dude your dad saw. And he's like,
1: (laughs) no one talks to him. (laughs) No one likes him. He's crazy. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they did talk about a little policy with, with climate change. And I think that that's like the green jobs thing is how you can get more jobs to come back, you know, and, and we can get clean energy. It's two things. I really wish they would have pressed Trump in the same way they did about white supremacy. Being like, Trump, do you, is global warming a problem? Like, Right. And he, if he was like, no, which he would have said no. Um, he'd be like, well, there's your answer. This guy is going to do nothing about this. Right. it's And I don't know if you even, even would have used the words no, probably. He would have
0: just gone around. Like, it well, would have be been like, way worse. It's right. not an It'll issue. It'll be way
1: worse with them. Way worse.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's all crazy. I don't You said that the moderator pressed him on the white supremacy thing. I don't even know if that really happened. I, I feel like there was criticism of Chris Wallace last night, and I haven't, I guess, watched enough debates. I mean, I, I feel like he did as good a job moderating a political debate as I've seen anyone do moderating a political day. De- I don't feel like the moderators are usually very good. They don't pin anybody down on anything. Cause the whole thing is for the candidates to skirt around the issues. Uh, and the moderators really have no control over anything. So even
1: once he, he, I don't know if you remember this, but he said, he's like, I'm going to ask you a question, Mr. Trump, and you can answer it or you could just say whatever yeah, you, you can want. Yeah. Say- <laughs> He's like giving him an out. He's just like, listen, you can say whatever you want. Just yeah. two minutes. Like, literally, you can say whatever you want. Just don't interrupt. And like, honestly, if Trump like could have just not just like played the rules, he could have spewed anything he wanted. and He probably would have done fine. Right. But he couldn't stop running over by. And I think there's actually I mean, I think there's a strategy there. I think that was the strategy.
0: I think there's definitely a strategy there. And I think that they're upset that they didn't get
1: Biden to. Lash out more. Yeah. They wanted, him to, more. they wanted to break him and he didn't. And I'm proud of him for it. Like that took a lot. He said a lot of like stuff that Biden, I mean, if you think about it, a lot, Biden said a lot of stuff last night that you've never heard. He talked about his son have, having a cocaine problem. Yeah. And he said like, he, he openly admitted, he's like, he did, you know, and he dealt with it. And I'm really proud of him. Like, I think that was a powerful moment too. That's really powerful. I mean, because the stigma around, abuse drug abuse in this country is so toxic especially with like heroin and all the stuff that's like killing people like people are dying we need to talk about this openly we need to talk about how like these people need help you know and not that they're criminals right you know so i was i was really happy to hear that that really that's like a powerful message i think that that's where he kind of shines he has a really really tough family history that really like makes him feel human. He's dealt with a lot of loss, and yeah. death, and like he even said that he's like, "Look at your dinner table. Is who's missing at the dinner table?" And he was like, "There would be a lot more if it was you." Like that's such a horrible thing to say because sure. those people are missing. People it doesn't matter that more people or less people. It's just like those people are real, no matter what the number is. People have died,
0: right? People don't want to hear, "Oh, you lost somebody. It could have been worse." Yeah, right. Exactly. You
1: know, it's brutal.
0: I mean, and Biden, I definitely noticed him. He did a went out of his way to make eye contact, like in the camera, speak to the American at home, to the people sitting at home. And you know, you kind of got to hope that's more powerful than Trump just interrupting. Con- I mean, I I didn't see any other thought. I didn't see any real thought from Trump other than I want to interrupt Joe and get him flustered. And I mean, I feel like there were a couple things that Joe. Maybe got stuck on. I'm trying. Uh, like, I mean, one I've seen brought up is is like the police thing. Is like, if you're a, a police officer, or a police union, I don't know if they're all supporting Trump, but I don't really know why you would support Joe Biden necessarily. I mean, one guy is saying we support the police blindly and we want to give you more money, and the other person is saying like we need to take a look at the way policing is done mm-hmm. in this country and we need to make change. And I know if I'm a cop and someone, or if I have any job for that matter and someone says you're doing a great job and someone says we need to review everything i'm going to be like i like the other guy more you right. know i like the first dude more
1: they say that exactly about like fracking people who work in energy and they're like he's just like he's going to ban fracking and then he has to be like no 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 like we're going to like look into yeah. like we're going to be careful about it and like you know we're not going to completely get rid of it but like in I, an ideal world like we do want to get rid of it and like yeah. uh, a couple of the candidates in, on the, in the democratic party said they wanted to but like pennsylvania's got a bunch of Tracking people, and then they lose a bunch of votes in Pennsylvania because of it. And it it's hurts. Hillary and
0: the coal miners all over again, it right. feels like.
1: Yeah. Um, I heard a lot of people saying that he shouldn't do another one. Biden shouldn't do
0: another yeah, one. Yeah, I did what want to ask you about, about, about that. that? I, I feel like this was kind of a waste of time. I think if Biden uh, says he doesn't want to do another one, Trump's going to say, why are you scared? And then it's like he's too cowardly to debate me because I off the floor with him in the debate. Does that mean anything? Does that equal anything? Do people buy that? But I, I can pretty much guarantee that it's the response if Biden tries to back out. One hundred percent. Is he's going to get called names? He's going to get called the coward. He's going to do whatever. But I think he can also turn around to everybody and say, "This is a joke. We agreed to rules. He didn't follow them. I'm trying to get my message out there." Um, but even when I
1: hear even you saying that, I'm like, "He didn't follow the rules. Oh, that's too bad." Exactly. You know, I'm like, yeah. I and I think I mean I don't know for sure how he. I mean, these are what people have said, but like, yeah. I feel like if I'm Joe Biden. I'm like, get me back out there tomorrow. Like, I want to go back at this again because, you know, I'm fired up. Like he made me angry and like Biden, angry. He's like, you know, his it's anger compelling. can come t- sometimes come through like in a really good way. He kind of fumbled it, but like he really had a good attack when he was like, you talk about the troops, and you say the troops are losers. Uh, yeah. My son is not a loser. I know that's that's a huge that's like, you know, if he delivers that line perfectly that like we hear that forever.
0: That's the other disappointing thing is like that's not to be completely nitpicky, but like he's not capable of delivering those
1: lines perfectly. It's it's the lines that we remember like for years, like there's the Reagan line. Like, I feel like uh, I forget what it was, but like there are lines that like from these debates that like last forever, you know.
0: And Biden, I don't think is going to have, they're not just not going to have the same impact because it's not, it's not really who he is. No, he's not that good. (laughs) He's not that well-spoken. He's not that concise, but I think that's kind of what makes him cool and charming and and appealing at all. I mean, ultimately, I feel like not to keep harping, (laughs) whatever, these guys are both awful candidates. I don't understand why once somebody like gets to 70 years old and they're like retired from their real jobs, everyone's like. Oh, great. Now you have more time to concentrate on running the entire country. I mean, these people should not be anywhere involved in the presidency. We should definitely have an age cap on this. I mean, Trump's too old. Bernie's too old. I mean, Bernie at least has ideas. I mean, there's people I like, regardless whether or not you like them. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to look at these like old guys and feel any sense of anything. I I can't help but thinking that even like uh, uh, Kamala would have maybe would have mopped the floor with Trump. I don't know. How do you see like a younger candidate if they'd just gone in a completely different direction gone with Kamala or even like Pete or someone like that uh, against Trump in a debate?
1: I think that I ultimately worry about anybody. I mean, you're going to get a few quick witted remarks, but like he'll, he knows like, this is his game. Like it's a TV game. World, it's a TV debate. Is like where Trump lives. He lives in Breeze Television, and so he knows how to like, you know, stumble over your punchline. So like, you don't really get it out, and like, there is no. I think that's probably what a lot of the talking over was. It's just so you don't have a clip. You never have a clip to play on the news over and over and over again because oh, he knows that's that interesting that's that's going to happen. If you get a clear punch on him they're going to play that punch over and over and over again. They're going to say Biden punched him, even if he punches him once, you know, they're like, everybody hears Trump got punched, you know, real hard. And if he doesn't let him get any punches in cleanly, he comes out looking like he, like he won, even though he's beat to shit. So I don't know. I don't know how anybody would deal with a debate. I would, I am really excited to see Kamala and Pence debate because I think Pence doesn't, he doesn't, do what trump does and kamala harris is a prosecutor and like and like can really go at you if she wants to yeah and i think also what i really want to see is someone go after mike pence because mike pence embodies like a part of the republican party that is really really problematic which is like the religious right religious right is you know they're the ones pushing for to cut roe v wade to get rid of roe v wade and like the all the anti-gay whatever's left of that they're still trying to push through he's the embodiment of that trump could give two shits about roe v wade he just wants a win and he wants to get rid of the affordable care act because obama yeah it it was his obama's like if trump can get out of office getting rid of obama's like one big legacy then he is king. he'll be king of the the right yeah um and he's been trying so hard to do it. And the judge is how he's going try to actually get that, yeah, that judge thing is scary.
0: Uh, i I feel the same way I felt about this debate where I'm like, I have no interest in watching the vice presidential debate, but I'll probably end up watching it. Uh, I don't know. I'm Kamala is exciting, I think, because she could potentially be the future of the Democratic Party. I mean, if Biden, I find it very hard to believe that Biden's going to run again.
1: I think he's already said he's not.
0: Uh, I think it I think then the next step, the logical next step is for Kamala to run, yeah. Uh, and then you got eight years of of Kamala. and now you're talking about twelve years of a democratic president, potentially
1: right. if If you can in that time fix, you know, gerrymandering and get d c statehood and you can end a filibuster, you can probably actually get some stuff done, and you could probably actually swing the demographic of the country that is leaning towards Democrats, mostly, you know, all these things that are super popular, you can actually maybe get them. passed. Yeah. You know, people really like the Affordable Care Act. They want more. They want more affordable health care. They want more of that, more access to that, like by a pretty large margin. You know, we want, a lot of people want marijuana legalization. They want yeah. a clean energy. They want more like, there's there's stuff we can do. We can actually get stuff done.
0: I'm hopeful Kamala will do it. I I don't yeah. I feel like Biden, if anything, will just be resetting everything, maybe back to normalcy. And yeah. I'm just I hope that Kamala is like leaning more and more left, which I think she is. I think she's like coming around and being more liberal and like letting her, her liberal fan flag fly and like doing that thing a little bit more.
1: I think that as anyone, anyone can see that the country is also like pretty quickly and rapidly moving uh towards the left especially with like george floyd and Brianna taylor and those things like i remember hearing everyone talk about how like these protests are different because white people are protesting and like i wasn't right. really around in the civil rights movement so i don't really know but like you weren't never, around during the civil rights sorry, movement? i wasn't him i wasn't here you couldn't make it I couldn't well make the it. rest of us basically. were out there <laughs> uh i was inside i was uh, yeah i was
0: working the prompter for king <laughs>
1: They were like those. Were, it was there were no white people, and I was like, never really yeah. thought about it, like except for
0: see? Bernie Sanders. Yeah,
1: Bernie was there <laughs> for sure. Bernie. Yeah, exactly. But like, I never. You always see the pictures, and you see like you know. Yeah. The, you sort of see the front of the line, and mm-hmm. I always assumed wrongly so that there were white people there. There weren't, and now they're like right now like they're like there are white people in the streets. I'm like, wait man we weren't in the streets <laughs> like, no one was out there no one no one stood up and, oh. and like but of course like and now it makes sense like they were out there and they were murdering these people they were like you know it was dark it's like our history is a lot darker than we were told
0: yeah no pun intended you <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> but you're right it's like growing up as a kid, you're like, MLK, great guy. The civil rights movement came around and now everything's great.
1: Right. Also, we all were taught the civil rights movement was very popular.
0: It was when very popular. It, it all worked out. Unpopular. We were all on board. And you're like, teachers, yeah, exactly. like, like, we were I all there. there. We were all there. <laughs> ML Uh, King marched and we all went and it's like like, okay sure you did (laughs) you're like all right okay but yeah you're definitely right it's like they need to (laughs) take a look at another picture and you're just like other than like Bernie and whatever I mean there's a a handful of
1: nuns and like a you know occasionally that yeah feels like they're yeah there's no white people I mean
0: yeah that's really crazy to think about too but I mean you're right I mean it is it is cool. It is cool that it, 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 this feels different. Everything now feels a little different.
1: And like I said, I think this comes back to the the beginning of the thing I was saying, which is like this is the kick in the ass that the Democrats I think need, and I think it started with the with you know uh, the court uh, that sort of crisis where they were like, it's time to like stop playing by the rules you thought this was this game was being played by because yeah. the other team is not playing like. So it's time to actually just like shut up and do something. And I think that like the younger generation sees that and has seen that. I think the older generation is still holding on to this like Clinton era of like, we got along and we all, we, we worked together. And it's like when people are like people of us who grew up in like the post nine eleven world are like, N- what are you talking about? Right. Like that's great. Like it's, they're insane. <laughs> yeah. You know, they just want to, you know, bomb other countries and hate, uh, people with darker skin, and what are you talking about? You got along with them. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because, like, that's when Joe Biden was coming up and he was doing a lot of his work, he was like getting along with Republicans. He was like getting along with uh, even like segregationists. And it's a problem because now we look back and you're like, weren't they, wasn't this always as horrible as it is now? And maybe it wasn't. Maybe like there was a little bit more. Again, I wasn't around. Yeah, so. you missed out a lot. Yeah. The parties, I, dude. And, you know, when I was younger, I was just getting fed all this propaganda from my parents or my father specifically. So I was a young Republican for a long time. Um, then I started reading <laughs> 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 and went to college and, uh, and I became a leftist yeah. monster. to him.
0: I mean, I get it. I definitely get, uh, you know, why someone would be a Republican. I think there's a lot of reasons why you would, especially depending on like your occupation. I mean, my hometown is kind of Trump country. I mean, it was one of the first places he went after he won the election. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of defense con- people who work for defense contractors there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if one party's supporting a high military budget and the other one's like, let's slash that thing, and your job is coming from military contracts, right. then it's a no-brainer to go for the other party. I don't think any of those people are bad people. I don't think conservatives are necessarily bad people. I think that some of this, I think the idea of supporting Trump as an individual is insane and I think that a lot of all these social issues I think I don't know I think they get muddied down a lot but there are definitely some hard truths in a lot of the social stuff and just like treat other people the way you want to be treated I feel like that's like a huge thing you know when you see somebody who is being taken advantage of by a system ask yourself if who if that was someone you cared about and loved would you feel the same way? And I, and I, I think that's the answer for everything ultimately, like all these social things.
1: Right. And I mean, I think the problem is, is that I think that there's a huge segment of the population that feels very unloved, alone, scared, broke. And then they get wrapped up in conspiracy theories of the internet and like really dark stuff. And then they start to hate. And like, right. It's like, it, it's, I think, you know, it's been, it's happened forever, but like it happens so much quicker with the internet. And you can, and I worry a lot about like the idea of like telling a QAnon like guy on like 4chan and be like, why don't we all just get along? They'd be like, I can't even imagine what if you had just typed that into 4chan, what people would say. Yeah. And so, you know, it's difficult to just have, like, that's the thing we all want to learn, but like it's, there's even a deeper rot. I think you have to get to first. Right. Um, And it's, it starts, it's honestly, it starts with like getting people money because if if people are, aren't broke
0: yeah they're less a big, big part off. of it
1: the 90s like <laughs> when you look at the <laughs> 90s like all the crap that like people were doing and like pe- like it didn't it sort of seemed happier like i i mean i was a kid obviously but like it seemed like a lot of people had more money and things were going well and obviously like there are groups that were totally struggling during that time you know you've got crack and everything and you've got like major inequality in that realm but you know inequality gets greater and, greater and greater and then eventually everyone's broke and so everyone's broke everyone's pissed off at each other and everyone's blaming each other for why they're broke and right everyone's trying to get one over on somebody else to like make get you know climb on each other's bodies so they can get up you know further on the ladder meanwhile the rich are just like in a helicopter looking down and laughing <laughs> you know yeah. and that's sort of i feel like that's that's why i like brainstorming like that's he's he understands the root of it
0: all yeah I liked Bernie obviously I'm a Bernie <laughs> Bernie guy I'm suddenly feeling uh uncomfortable with how how serious and genuine this conversation has been <laughs> I'm it's sorry. not what I normally do no 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 I loved it this is what I asked for this is what we chose to do I'm curious to see uh what uh my listeners thought of this if you stuck through this Ugh. thank you for sticking around I want to wrap it up on this one last point that I thought was interesting uh ended the debate one of the candidates, uh, encouraged every American by whatever means they feel comfortable with to vote and that it was the right thing to do and that there was no wrong way to do it. And if you do mess up, don't worry. We'll get your vote counted. There are things we can do to make sure your vote counted. And the other candidate did not do that. Um, I feel like that says everything. 100% everything to me.
1: All like It's sort of like when I... Go to think about talking to a Republican and just like or anybody be I mean like do you think it's more important for more people to vote more people to have access to voting right if they say no i'm just like well then you don't believe in democracy like you don't actually believe in it you believe in something else like yeah. that's not what this is about if you don't think that people have like should have the right to easily and excessively vote then we i don't even know where we begin yeah
0: okay i agree pat thank you very much for stopping by guys that is our show uh tuesday i'll be back with a regularly scheduled episode i think i'm talking about magic email the show what
1: magic what kind of magic
0: magic as in just magic from magicians okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) magic the gathering nope
0: (laughs) (laughs) email the show call the show let me know
1: and
0: king stays king bye we